Join the conversation. Email Sarah K at capetalk.co.za. It has been 20 years, can you believe it, since my next guest released his debut album, Who I Am, and in musical terms, that makes his longevity in the industry unusual uh, and could rightly earn him the title of stalwart. Is that all right? Can you... Oh, legend. <laughs> legend. RJ Benjamin is an award-winning vocalist, songwriter, music producer, vocal coach and musical director whose work in all of those spaces really speaks for itself. In fact, he was once described as the best composer, singing musician this country's ever produced. Uh, although he's uh, usually based in Joe He's in the Mother City for a few weeks and uh, next month we'll be hosting a workshop for up-and-coming musos to pick his brain uh, and learn from one of the best in the biz. Absolutely delighted that he's on the line with us this morning. RJ Benjamin, good morning, sir. Hey, Sarah Jane. Nice to chat. Good to have you with us. Um, listen, what are you, you are, you're based in you're based in Joburg, but you're in the Mother City for a few weeks, and you're going to be yeah. uh, sharing your experience and uh, know-how with uh, up-and-coming uh, musician folk. Uh, tell us more. Well, look, I mean, I I think it's okay. It's 20 years since I released um, my debut album, but I've, I've been teaching since 2001, so. I think it's my 23rd year, um, you know, as a teacher, and it's been such a massive part of my career, probably more so than any of, you know, the other aspects of my career. And I just have like this urge, um, you know, to try and spread uh, skills and knowledge. Um, you know, it kind of started when when I felt like my career, when I was starting to become, let's say, an old man in the music industry. And, and I kind of just felt at that stage, I was like, where, where can I, kind of put my my skills to use and very much became like you know what we've got incredible talent all throughout this country and i think it's in in the best interest of uh uh, you know for my life to to kind of spread that that knowledge and and so whenever i come down to cape cape town i always try and you know host workshops um you know and and potentially maybe even find some talent in the you know in the process we've been talking this morning um rj about finding purpose we were speaking to an author in the eight o'clock hour who's written a book called that finding purpose and and talking about how one finds one's purpose and purpose versus um i guess um dreams ambitions Mm. purpose maybe even versus what makes you you know you earns you your your bread and butter you wear an awful lot of hats um um, how, what do you believe your purpose is? That's a big question for 9.46 on a Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well I, I mean, I very much think it is my purpose more so than being a singer or producing music for artists or writing songs for people or for myself. It is probably just, just trying to enhance the the gifts of, of other talent. Mm. And the reason I say that is that I... I was doing it before I ever got signed to, you know, to a record deal. Yeah. It, 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 it was so clearly my purpose. In fact, to tell you, I mean, I know we don't have a ton of time, but I, I actually dropped out of um, the subject when I was studying called private music teaching. And, and that whole subject was like all about teaching. Right. And it was because I vehemently disagreed with something that the lecturer was, was teaching. And I was like, I've had enough and I kind of, I was like, I don't need this. I'm never going to teach anyway. And, <laughs> and uh, without that, I couldn't get my degree. And um, that lecturer, she, she was kind of like the, the second in command of that, of the music school. She, she kind of she called me a couple of weeks later and she, and she said, I, I want you to pass the subject. And I said, but why? She said, because I actually think you'd be, a, you'd make a great teacher and a great mentor. 
he saw the work, uh, you know, what I was doing with the other students who, who would, who I would kind of like bring around me, you know, in terms of, you know, arranging music, arranging harmonies, teaching them the parts or whatever, you know, may have been. And, and she felt, she felt she saw a gift in me with that. And, and so I, I, you know, I did a late exam, the, the, you know, the year after. And she basically said to me, if you pass, I will give you a junior lecturing position. Mm. And I thought, well, you know, music's a difficult uh, career. This is great. I'll have a job basically like right off the bat after graduating. And so I did it. And, and she was right. Like, I love it. I love finding, finding talent. It's also been humbling for me because I think as a young artist, you're very competitive. You want to be better than everybody else. And jealousy can kind of be this mm. like un- underground bubbling thing, monster really. And it kind of just humbled me. It, it taught me to appreciate talent rather than kind of be uh, fearful of it, um, jealous of it, you know, all those kind of things fell away. RJ, what do you think is the, is the key to longevity in what is notoriously a very, very difficult industry? And, I, and I'm thinking, you know, um, we speak in this segment to um, artists who have had an awful, you know, very, very long careers and enjoyed very, very long yeah. careers. And then we speak to up and comers. And, and mm. uh, it seems to me as a layperson that talent, <laughs> and, and I'm using that term in inverted commas, is actually yeah. a really small part of, of this industry. What do you put your longevity down to? The fact that, you know, your name is a name that comes up time and time again when people talk about um, just just good good people in the industry who know what they're doing. All right. Uh, look, I, I think, um, I mean, certainly the, the formula that I used, I think in my mind I was like, how can I uh, make my career long-term? Um and most young artists are going to guarantee uh, bump into conversations with family members and friends, you know, going, why are you doing this? You're going to be living in my bathroom for the rest of your life or, you know, something <laughs> like that. Uh, um, and um, I, I just constantly had this thing of uh, long-term, long-term, long-term. And long-term, I think, in the music industry for me, prob- uh, prob- like I, I knew that, like, the general lifespan, even if you're massively popular, is probably only like at the most 10 years, um, you know, and, and for, for some artists, even at their, you know, like in terms of peak, it might only be five or, or two or three. Yeah. You just don't know how long that's going to last. And with that in mind, you have to think, okay, well then, but then how, what's going to sustain me after that? Am I just going to kind of ride on, you know, those two, three, maybe a few more hits uh, for the rest of my life. What else is there? Did I write those songs? Because that passive income for years to come can, can also kind of sustain a life. Um, you know, for me, I, I was already thinking about that when I, uh, when I was studying. Um, and, and therefore, I, I started to implement things even back then, making sure I had additional skills. One of them uh, accidentally be, actually became teaching. Um, you know, but, but the, but I made sure that like, I wasn't, for example, just a singer. I was a singer songwriter, which meant that, um, I, I was always going to, to earn publishing and royalties and making sure that I owned my publishing Got you. in order to earn that passive income, you know, for years to come was very important, but also having the skills to play an instrument or more than one. I'm not gifted enough to, I, I mean, I play maybe two and a half 
two and a half instruments, maybe max. What's the uh, half? But you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. It's uh, look. It's a few things. Right. I mean, it's like quarters. So it's like a conga. <laughs> A bongo, uh, <laughs> the triangle. No, uh, I do play guitar, but 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 more so for compositional purposes. Right, you know? right, so, right. So the the piano is the one I can can say I can actually play. So. RJ, when you when you look at a, a burgeoning talent, and I'm going to use her as an example just because she's everywhere at the moment. When you look yeah, at yeah. a Tyler, yeah. what do you feel in your gut? Do you feel great young artist doing well global, or do you think oh dear, oh dear? This could all go pear shaped very, <laughs> very quickly. I, I mean, I, I'd love to say I don't think the latter of what you said, but I do. Okay. Um, be, uh, um, just because a lot of guys, uh, you know, uh, um, who have been in the music industry for a long time, probably feel the same way. You've seen you've seen that cycle happen over and over and over again. Now, there's no guarantee that it, uh, it's going to happen to her, and I think it's extremely exciting. Uh, what what she's achieved and you know what's happened i think it's incredible um and i i love water i think it's a it's a brilliant song yeah um it kind of represents so many different aspects of african music and south african music it's it's wonderful um but i think you know even there the longevity uh concerns that that uh, i've seen in the past with artists who blow up um the, we we don't have artist development like like we used to. You know, so, some labels would spend up to two years making sure that an artist wasn't just didn't didn't just have hits, but that they were ready that when that hit blew up or, or multiple songs, that that person was able to go onto a stage and sustain a uh, you, you know sustain themselves for forty five minutes to an hour and entertain an audience for forty five minutes to an hour. And that doesn't always come naturally to everybody. And that's where, uh, you know, realistically vocal training does come in. Um, and I mean, uh, there are several artists in South Africa who, who have uh, either gotten, um, you know, nodules, which is, which is one of the worst things you kind of want to sustain you know, to your vocal cords as a singer um, and have had to have them cut out and then have rehab. And, you know, all of that can be avoided. Um, you know, but uh, performing on stage is not easy, um, you know, and a lot of uh, singers in this day and age are being discovered on TikTok. Um, yeah. You know, if, if you're performing in your uh, in your lounge, your bedroom, you know, just behind one mic, it's it's a completely different ballgame singing in front of five, ten plus thousand people. And and I think the, the concern from my side for a Tyler is. Um, is her voice going to going to maintain? Because absolutely guaranteed, she's going to be she's going to start doing some big gigs, um, and she's certainly going to have to do more than one song. Um, and yeah, and, and my concern is, you know, having watched some performances of hers, uh, is uh, that uh, she she might land up with, with you know with the vocal strain or vocal damage. And I'd like to hope that she is going for vocal training. Yeah. Um, my door, my doors are always open. Obviously, it's going to be a Zoom because she's. I don't think she's coming back to SA anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't uh, have thought so. She seems uh, pretty comfortable there in in the lap yeah. of in the lap of Drake. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, but listen, <laughs> tell me how do people uh, get in touch if they are interested in joining one of your workshops? How can they do that? Well, uh, I think uh, to say uh, specifically, there is. I'm holding a workshop on the second of March. Yep. Um, it's being presented by a company called uh, Brainchild Media NPC. 
Um, it's at a place called uh, Gangstar Cafe, 65 Main Road in Mowbray. The workshop is going to be specifically around uh, vocals, vocal training, how to train your voice, and songwriting. Um, it will run from 2 p.m. till 5 p.m. Tickets are 150 rand per person, um, and they're available on Quicket. So if you go onto Quicket um, uh, and, and just search my name, you should find that event. Uh, that event should come up. And you can book from there. Um, it's very look. It's very limited because I am running it very much like a workshop, it's yeah. not a le- lecture. So it's going to be very hands-on. So seats are very limited. There's only 50 seats available. Um, so yeah, I mean, if if you're interested, uh, just make sure you book as soon as possible. RJ, it's always an absolute treat to have you on the show. Thanks very much indeed for uh, joining us. Uh, and uh, yeah, all the very best uh, with that workshop, folks. Uh, if you are interested, just go to Quicket and uh, type in uh, RJ Benjamin.